Welcome to this podcast by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please look for more in the future. Hi, guys. Welcome to our new series titled Don't Take the Bait. Hate is our topic this week. Last week, we dealt with anger and how to use it in a godly way. But in this week's podcast, we are going to be discussing the topic of hate and how the enemy tries to use it as bait to get a hold of our lives and minds. Now, we are not powerless, so do not be afraid. (laughs) This podcast is just going to tackle how the enemy tries to use hate to trap us. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Now, I'm sure this is already kind of sounding like a fishing podcast. I mean, we're talking about bait, (laughs) tackling, diving in. So we may as well just go the rest of the way and talk about fish too. So the great thing is we can because Jesus may have possibly been the best fisherman that ever lived. Now, we do know that his trade was a carpenter. We know this from the Bible. But in his day, Jesus also caught so many fish that he almost sank two boats because of his catch. (laughs) And so we're going to take a look at this out of the Bible in Luke chapter 5. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them while they were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where the water is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and we did not catch a thing. (laughs) But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish that it began to tear the net. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. (laughs) When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, and the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Now Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. So we see clearly that Jesus really knew how to fish. (laughs) And catching all that fish did two things. First of all, it fed crowds, but it also caught the hearts and attentions of the fishermen who spent all night trying to catch some fish and were not successful at all. And yet when Jesus said, let down your nets, two boats almost sank because of their catch. It was so big. So now I don't know about you, but that would most certainly have captured my attention too. But the part we're going to focus on here is where Jesus told Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. So what does that even mean? (laughs) Is it possible that we're like fish? And what does that look like for us to be caught? Because I'm thinking it doesn't go too well for the fish in the sea, right? I mean, they end up becoming somebody's dinner or your sister's fish sticks. Like, yikes. (laughs) 
So what was Jesus saying here about fishing for people? What did he even mean? Well, what we need to understand is when Jesus said this, he was talking about fishing for people to enter into the kingdom of God or into a relationship with God. So let's imagine an ocean, like the best ocean ever. What would be in your ocean beside you? Well, that's what Jesus is actually offering people. A place where we get to live forever, be free from all illness, spend all eternity with God, and just have very good things. Nothing bad or scary at all in this place. But nobody really knew such a place truly existed until they met Jesus because he came from the kingdom of God. Now Jesus wanted to let as many people know about the beauties of the kingdom of God as he could. So that is why he told Simon, we are going to fish for people. We are going to bring them to God because God loves people. Jesus really is the best fisherman ever. And he still fishes for us to this very day. And when he catches us, he cleans us, he brings us to the most precious place ever, into the kingdom of God into a relationship with him. He gives us his Holy Spirit to help us live out the rest of our lives here on earth and then in the kingdom of heaven after we die forever. Now, if you don't know much about any of this, please go back and listen to our strength training series. We have entire podcast series dedicated to covering all of our relationship with Jesus, who the Holy Spirit is, why we need him. We cover this extensively as to how this is possible and why we want to be caught by Jesus. Now, unfortunately, there is something else not so kind trying to lure us into its net where it won't be so pleasant and nice. And that bait that tries to trap us is called hate. The Bible says in Titus 3, verse 3 through 5, Once we too were foolish and disobedient, we were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. This is much like catching fish, guys. But instead of tearing us apart and using us as food, Jesus catches us and treats us like we are the most prized, best thing he's ever laid his eyes on. He treats us like gold, never hurting us and in fact wanting to give us life and love forever. But before meeting Jesus, we see in this verse that we have problems in our lives. This scripture lets us know our lives are full of evil and hate is definitely there. And that's exactly what God wants to untangle and save us from, that evil and hate. And here's why. In Ephesians 4, 26, it says, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down 
while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Now, we have an entire podcast on anger, and we talk about this extensively as well. So if you are suffering from anger, please go back and check out that podcast. The reason why we're bringing it up here is because it does give our enemy, the devil, a hold on our lives. And oftentimes, anger does lead to hate. Look what the Bible says in 1 John 2, 9. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. 1 John 2, 11 says, but whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Now, God does not wish for us to be in the dark, guys. He has a plan and a purpose for our lives, but if we are holding on to hate in our hearts, we are not going to see anything good because we are trapped in darkness. Like when you go to the bottom of an ocean, right? It's very, very dark. The deeper you go, the less light there is. And if you're trapped at the bottom of the ocean, like in a net, it would definitely mean death, right? I mean, the pressure alone would just crush us. There is absolutely no air to breathe, so we would drown. And it would really be a horrible death. But Jesus fishes for us to save us out of those types of nets. And he gives us words in the Bible to even avoid these nets and these traps in the first place. Look at what Titus chapter 3 goes on to say. Remind the people to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy towards all people. Why? Because it protects us from that net of hate. It helps us to avoid the trap in the first place. Psalm 97.10 says, you who love the Lord hate evil. He protects the lives of his godly people and rescues them from the power of the wicked. That's pretty encouraging because it lets us know if we get trapped, there is help out of it, but it also calls us to do something so we don't have to be trapped in the first place. We need to pray for our enemies. We need to hate evil. (laughs) We need to refuse to give in to those thoughts of hate towards other people. When we take that bait of hate, we step right into that net and we are dragged down. It might not be the bottom of an actual ocean, but it is a very dark place within our own hearts. Look what the Bible says here when we hold on to hate. Whoever hates disguises himself with his lips and harbors deceit in his heart. That's Proverbs 26, 24. Proverbs 10, 18 states, hiding hatred makes you a liar. Slandering others makes you a fool. And Proverbs 10, 12 tells us, hatred stirs up quarrels and fights, but love makes up for all offenses. So this is why we are told again in the Bible to get rid of all bitterness, rage, 
anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. That is Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. Now, if we find that we stop hating people and actually have forgiveness in our hearts, we will be doing things God's way. And that is what's going to lead us to having feelings of peace and hope and freedom. (laughs) You know, we're not going to feel like we're trapped in a net, guys. We're going to feel free and light and like, happy. (laughs) That's the kind of environment we really want to live in. But with hate, we do feel trapped. We feel trapped, twisted in a net that never seems to be a way out. It doesn't just go away. When we have those feelings, we writhe and we want to get out of that tangled mess. But It just seems to get worse. It never gets better without help out of that net. And that's what Jesus offers us. He's offering us help out of that entangled mess. And so if you are stuck in a net of anger and hate right now, let's pray together. Jesus, thank you so much for giving us a way out of hatred. Thank you so much, Lord, that you teach us how to love other people, other races, other cultures, whatever it might be, Lord, whether it's our personal relationships or whether it's just hatred towards whole groups of something. We just thank you so much that you break us out of that net right now, Lord, so that we can enter into our relationship with you, Jesus, and have love in our hearts for ourselves and for the people you have created in our earth. We thank you so much, Jesus. Please forgive us for holding on to any kind of hate that would harm others. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's remember, guys, Jesus is very capable of fishing us out of anything we may ever be stuck in, including hate. For more resources, please check out our page at ChristForKidsMinistries.org. We have a book available titled Your Feelings and What God Says About Them. In this book, we cover a multitude of emotions we sometimes find ourselves trapped in and dealing with, but Jesus always helps us find a way out. Amen, guys. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, be sure to check out our website, ChristForKidsMinistries.org.